Hello, and welcome to The Delicious Truth with Gloria Cotton. I'm Gloria. During this podcast, we're going to cover a variety of topics that are impacting our everyday lives. We'll look at four things for each topic. One, the absolute empirical truth. That's all about the facts and data. Then we'll look at the personal experiential truth. And that's about how those facts and others do and don't show up in people's lives and their experience of them. Next, the consequential, impactful truth. The difference this makes in people's lives. And finally, you'll hear about resources and solutions you can use to empower yourself and others. Hello, everyone. So this is Gloria Cotton. You know I love Glow. And welcome to this episode of The Delicious Truth. This is actually the wrap-up of Season 2. And I wanted to come to you and just speak with you one-on-one with my heart, from my heart, and with my spirit and from my spirit. Just wanting to acknowledge and say thank you to all the people that participated in season two and yay, shout out to season one again also. I hope the things that uh, we talked about and discussed and all the things that were given were helpful. I hope you had fun with them. These were serious topics, but, you know, laughter and fun actually is food for your soul and keeps you from going crazy many times, which is what we need. So thank you to all those people and thank you to all of you. But to end season two, before we are beginning season three, hello. I just want to acknowledge and celebrate the fact that if you're listening to this, you are here. We are here. We are physically here. This has been a hard year. 2020 has been a year like no other year in the history of our nation. These interesting times of these four pandemics, um, they have come together and formed a huge weight upon our shoulders, upon our spirits, upon our bodies, upon our hearts, upon our minds. I mean, each and every one of these pandemics has resulted in a thousand pound weight on each cell of our bodies. That's what it feels like. Is it any wonder then that people are dying in their spirits, even if they're not dying in their bodies, that people were having more and more emotional issues and more and more mental health challenges. I mean, it's serious stuff. I'm reflecting on the fact that when uh, Mr. George Floyd was publicly executed, one of the last things he said was, I can't breathe. And many other black men that have been killed, when they have been choked, they have said those same words, I can't breathe. And that's what it feels like to us. So I want to acknowledge that and to acknowledge the fact that normal just ain't normal anymore. (laughs) So, and many of our rituals have gone away. Um, And many of us find ourselves ruminating, just spinning in the turmoil. I I call it in the latrine of our own horror without any smell good anything. Have y'all ever been inside one of those 
uh, one of those uh, portable porta pots. They're no man. That is disgusting. <laughs> Whoa! I mean, there's no sink in there. You can't wash your hands in there. There's no light in there. Good gravy. And that's what it has felt like when you're ruminating that you just have no relief. I mean, there is no, there's a stench and a funk that it cannot be overruled. We have to acknowledge it. So I want to go with what can we do? What can we do now that we are here and we made it, y'all? What can we do to not just survive, but to actually thrive? And I want to, you know, just acknowledge that all of these pandemics, because our normal has been ripped away from us, um, many times we have more time to just stop and think. And so I want to encourage and plant some seeds about what in the hee-haw heck should I be thinking about, Glow? And so here it is. One, just acknowledge that stuff has been going on and that it's hard and that we're learning new things. It's easier for children, but even children have been impacted by this. And they're doing studies now on the mental health of children that has been eroded while we are going through all of this stuff together. So children and people of all ages have been impacted by this in different ways, but impacted. So we have to honor those things and not pretend that nothing has changed. When we do that, then that's a succubus of our attention because your body and your mind and your spirit knows that's a lie because it feels the weight. So acknowledgement. Then what do we do? Next, how do we feel about it? How is it impacting us personally? How is it impacting those people that we care about, those things that we care about? What do we think about it? And more, even more is, how do we feel about it? We have been taught not to talk about our feelings. What a hot mess. We have for years said men should not cry. What the hee-haw heck is that? Um, If women cry, they're too emotional. I mean, it's a hot mess what we do with our feelings. If you're too happy somebody's like, you need to take some medication and sit down, okay? I mean, we people are just uncomfortable with our being our authentic feeling selves. This is one of the delicious things about humans, that we do have emotions and feelings. And so we need to express those. We need to befriend every single one of them, our joy and pain and what comes from each of those. That is not denying any of ourselves. We've lost so much during this time. Let's not lose ourselves. Let's find ourselves. Let's go on a treasure hunt and find out who are we and who am I in this moment? What do I need in this moment? One of the things that we need is an ally. We need other people to be our allies. And allies are people who stand with you, stand for you. They validate you. They may not be able to solve anything, but they let you know you are not alone. (laughs) And every time I say that, I think about Michael Jackson's song. So I'm getting ready to sing just a little bit of it. Now get ready for it. Okay, here we go. You are not alone. 
I am here with you. I mean, I love that. I want y'all to break that song out and listen to the whole thing, okay? Oh my goodness, that was a gift that man got and gave to us with that song. So how can we not desert ourselves? How can we make sure that we are breathing, that we are noticing when it's hard to do so, that we are just standing there holding ourselves in arms of safety and nourishment and nurturing and saying, I got you. I got you, boo-boo. You are not in this alone. And then who can we surround ourselves with? You know, some people don't know how to be allies to themselves. They're not acknowledging things that are going on. They're not acknowledging their feelings. And so they're ruminating and getting worse and worse and worse. So they show up angry because they're more and more afraid. Fear is a natural thing, but you ruminate in it and gets worse and worse and consumes you and takes you off your, your core so you can't even be true to yourself without being your own best ally and looking for people who can do that work and are doing it with and for themselves and with and for you. Be careful of the succubus, the vampires of your energy, the people who have so much negativity that they try to offshoot some of that into your existence because that gives them a temporary relief and a release. It's like cutting people who cut. They say, I'm doing this horrible thing, but it takes me out of the being consumed with whatever the real pressure is. There's some people who do that in your life. You know who they are. Mm -hmm. So you need to love these people and say, God bless you and keep you as far away from me as possible. Boo -boo. That's part of being your own ally. Even if they're in your family, oh my goodness. Either I can't see you or I can see you and we're not talking about this. We're not going to talk about that. Make sure you are pumping up your boundaries and you're being clear about that. Then I want you to get in touch with your grief about things lost that you had, about things lost that you think you may never achieve. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't remember if I talked about this on one of the podcasts but I was going through, uh, in September and October, a class on restorative justice. Y'all need to think about taking one of those classes just for you if you don't intend to do anything, because that's funny. I'm telling you, talk about getting in touch with yourself. That's a delicious thing. But the very first day uh, of that class, I got in touch with the fact that I have intellectualized all of the horror that is going on to Black people and intellectualized all of the things that are weighty for everybody. I had intellectualized people who are not Black talking about what about me and their feeling left out and excluded. I had intellectualized all of that. And as I sat there thinking about and talking about what had brought us to that class that day, I started thinking about not only my ancestors, but and my ancestors like that I have known in this life. But I started thinking about all of, from the beginning of my being Black. So going back to Africa when people were bought and sold into slavery 
I had never allowed myself to grieve that trauma. And we have that. We have generational trauma that's within us. If I was Jewish, I'd have the trauma of my folks being marched into ovens and killed. We have to acknowledge that we carry that forward with us. It's not in our intellect. We get into metaphysical areas, but that is real, y'all. So I started being aware of that. I heard their voices. I heard their moans. I felt their pain. And I allowed myself to grieve for their loss, which was mine. And then that expanded to the losses of all human beings, because that's what I do. I connect with all human beings. And I allowed myself to just cry of the horrors that we have inflicted upon ourselves and that others have. So we have to be honest with ourselves and love each and every part of ourselves before we can talk about healing. People want to jump to healing and what can you do about it? Maybe slow down for a minute and realize what is it that you are healing. Otherwise, you may be taking a pill for your headache when your foot and your toe is really throbbing. That is not going to help. That's just taking drugs. So I allowed myself to get in touch with those generational pains and traumas. And then I could begin healing. I asked myself by being that ally to myself, what do you need in this moment in order to learn from and take back the energy of these traumas? so that you're not being traumatized in the moment. And with that conversation, the answers to that, the healing began. I want to encourage you to look at how you're talking with and to yourself. The words of negativity that we spew out there, I call it vomiting on ourselves. And I don't know about you, but I don't like wearing a vomit suit. I'm just saying right now. So, Think about what can you do so that you are affirming who you are. I am with a positive word. I am dynamic. I am strong. I am kind. I'm hearing uh, in in the help. You is strong. You is smart. You is. (laughs) We need to have those conversations with ourselves. You know what? Use your smart, quote unquote, smart device. Record a message, play it back for yourself because there's power in your hearing your own words with your own voice while you are saying these wonderful things. Yes, you need other people to say those things, but baby, it's a whole different level when you say that to yourself and you begin to believe it, you feel it, it's in all your pores shooting out through through your whole being of who you are. So watch what you're saying and deliberately say those things that are uplifting and affirming and acknowledge the power and the magnificence of who you are. You know, we've been doing a lot of physical distancing, but you know what? And I hate the term social distancing. I hate that. It's really physical distancing because we need social distancing. Uh, We need social um, togetherness and we need emotional togetherness as well. So think of different ways to do this. Zoom is your friend. That's all I'm going to say. Think of ways that you can stay in touch with people who love you 
and people that you can love. It's as important to love as to be loved. Do you hear me? There's a whole different energy when you are giving that deliciousness and when you're receiving it. It needs to be the ebb and flow of that. It's not always, it's not always balanced, but it's the fact that you know somebody who loves you unconditionally, honey, 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 that's scrumptious. You know there's a hug in your future, okay? Allowing yourself to use your creative juice to find new normals and new rituals. Yeah, you had to let go that old normal. Mm -hmm. And the normal that you put in place may change tomorrow because that's the hot mess of 2020. But you know what? You are smart enough. And when you are standing in your power, You have no problem accessing your creativity to say, this is what I'm going to do to not only survive this hot mess right here, but I'm going to be warmed by the deliciousness of it. And baby, hmm, I'm going to be better. And the world is going to be better because of me in this right now. How about that? You got to understand your power. Do you understand? Oh, my goodness. Let me do a Vulcan mind meld when I see y'all. Just put my forehead to yours. Let me just dump some of this stuff all in you. Then I want you to remember, as you are doing those things, the importance of kindness. There seems to be a loss of kindness and compassion. So get in touch with that and understand what is drawing your attention away from it. Because you're always able to do it. But do you know that when you are in emotional distress and and psychological distress, that it impacts you just like physical trauma and distress? And it's not that you can't be kind. It's that you can't access it because you're in too much pain. That's why all the things that I've talked about before are so important. So you can be your best self. And your best self is about being kind to you and everyone else. And when you're able to to touch again that with consciousness, then your compassion will unfold. And then you can give yourself and others grace when you're off, when you're not being kind. Then you won't want to rip a new pathway to their brain. You'll just look at them and say, you know what? You're having a day and I'm going to share some of my day with you. Um, Then the last thing is, as we are dealing with one another, be sure that you are acknowledging behavior that's wonderful and uplifting, but we also have to acknowledge behavior that is downputting. We want to call those things out with love, though. Call those things out with love while we're calling the person in, looking for building, enforcing, strengthening our community or our common unity as human beings on the planet. If you will do these things, beloved, if you will do these things that are all interconnected, this is how we can go and stride more boldly throughout the rest of this year and into 21 and be our best selves, celebrating our differences, our delicious uniquenesses, being happy for them, even enjoying things that we don't agree on, because you know what? It takes all that as human beings. I really, really hope that you will do that. I pray that you will do that. 
because I love you. <laughs> um, and I know that when you feel that love, not only are you better, but I'm better too. And so are all the beings and creatures around you. Please, please enjoy the rest of your time in this year, 2020, if you're hearing it in 2020, or whatever year you're hearing this in. Go boldly in love to and through it and know you are not alone because you know what? If no one else has you, I got you. And there's a hug in your future if you want one. Bye-bye until the next time.